0: Welcome to the Woods Talk Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Woods Talk. Podcast, the most up to date podcast you will listen to today. Up to speed with all the newest trends, viral videos, political stories, breaking news. So with that in mind I will say to all members of the Wood clan, new and old Waza Waza. Well imagine somebody said that just very nonchalant. Waza mate, how sings Waza. Waza in your fucking face. You got a tattoo, stupid place for it. Do you know what I mean? Waza I... <laughs> Imagine if like a lot of the biggest songs in history had a had waza instead of like hello or hi. Waza Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> What's that one, um The, the Beatles song, hello goodbye and so You say goodbye and I say was <laughs> oh, I'm going to google that right now Famous songs that have the word Hello There's probably a fucking million than I'm thinking um, Oh what? <laughs> was I darkness my old friend I've come to chat with you again. <laughs> Adele, isn't her song, called it? Was I? <laughs> The 10 best hello songs. Let's see. Some guys actually put this on this blog. What a sad, sad her of Olympic variety. Each of the 10 best hello songs. Mind you, it's handy for me, as in right now. But how frequently is someone going to be like, you know, I need to know. Hello again by the cars. I don't even know how that goes again. Uh, Adele, yeah, we did that. This idea has run out of steam, it would seem. But sure, fuck it. Nice to be back in your ear holes Hopefully everything is uh, safe and well in your respective abode. Hopefully there's a, a reasonable shizzle on your respective nizzle. Tell you that for fuck all, straight off the hurley bat. Let's get into it. The sun can fuck off. I know it's kind of been and gone, but it's sneaking back slowly but surely. Do you know what I mean? It's like that person that gets chucked out of a bar and then manages to sneak in like three or four more times before the bouncer's like, mate. I fucking bounced you earlier, closing the name of my job title. And you keep creeping back in even though you're covered in vomit. Your ankle tag is going mental to the extent I thought it was actually a scooter song on somebody's phone. Turns out it's your ankle tag. I don't know how much the fish is. Take yourself home. You're going to be dying tomorrow as it is. You don't need to come back in here and get yourself crammed a month because you're feeling frisky. Do you know what I mean? The sun was here for all wild people and I have to say... That someone... That fucking Joey Dunlop's outside... Heckling during the podcast... You fucking ripped... The joys of not having... A big expensive studio... Where eh? You know what I mean? But I'm doing this... And uh, you know I'm surprised at all... Because of the fucking sun was doing my dick in... And uh, I have to say... It, uh, it was very annoying... Do you know what I mean? The people were lovely... People loving the sun... They welcomed the sun... With open arms... And as long as you have at least Factor 50 on those arms, I have no problem with you welcoming the sun on my open arms at all. Be obliging to the sun, be welcoming, be a good host to the sun, because it doesn't need to be said, but I'll say it anyway. It, it's a fucking rarity in Norn Ireland that we get any sun. Usually it's rain, or it's cowl, or it's cowl rain, or it's just grim, do you know what I mean? Like... You'd reckon, like, oh, well, at least it's not raining. You know, people say that all the time. Sure, at least it's not raining. You know what I mean? I was fucking sick of that rain. I couldn't get any clothes drying whatsoever. Sick on the fucking rain. But at least now, today, now, in fairness, to its credit, with all, when all is said and done, at the end of the day, carpe diem, at least it's not raining today. And you're like, aye, but it's still grey. It's grey. It's Christian grey as fuck. It's grimmy savile. It's just fucking bland. It's Blandy Warhol. It's Blandy Reid who used to play for Spurs. Do you know what I mean? It's not really that much of a fucking difference. It's we'll either miserable and wet or just miserable. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we, we really don't. We've got a, a poor roll of dice. And you'd reckon by now we'd be used to it. But you still hear people complaining. Do you know what I mean? Jesus Christ, that rain that is fucking wild and scundered. F. And this bastard rain, and you're like, it rains a lot. Get on board. Do you know what I mean? It's like Steniline. Get on board. And just fuck up and get on with it because rain is rain. It's just a bit of water. Ah, if it was acid rain, consistently, I would understand your pain. You're like, I fucking singed my elbow on the way back from fucking Minaris. (laughs) Because that fucking acid rain burnt a bit of my elbow. How am I supposed to wank Decky off to keep him away from me? Because... Look, like he's been looking to buck me up the arse now for about six months. And i tell you what, my, my keeker's not ready for it. You know, and I haven't done it before, so I can't really rule it out. But to be fair, it's going to have to be stretched out. Like, you just bought a balloon, and that it's struggled to be inflated because it needs a good old fucking stretch. You know, that's my bungus at the minute. And to be fair, I feel that my bungus should be treated with respect instead of him filling it with carry meat and putting his fucking shaft in it. So, No. I need my elbow for a lot of things. I need it for my Zumba class and for whacking him off just to keep the the busting going because busting makes him feel good. Because otherwise, if I don't fucking whack him off, she'll be over me with all these fucking mad ideas. Do you know what I'm saying? If I don't whack Declan off at least three times a day, my Jesus, Brigitte, he'll be, he'll be at me with all these mad... You want him to be dressed up like Rey Mysterio? You know the wrestler? Fucking luchador. I'm asking him, like, I'll let you out that door. Fucking try down the way to the merchant's tonight to flick my bean in the fucking sauna. Sorry, right. acid rain can fuck off. I bought a brand new, brand new coat from Stradivarius and uh sure isn't the fucking away now. Sure i should fucking tss, dissolved on the way home. People seen my fucking milkers, my Nork bags, my saggers. You know, I'm not having a good I'm doing laundry today somewhere in the Isle uh, fucking Charlie Day Long Johns from Solid in Philadelphia. I don't look my best. I'm gonna have my clothes fucking disaster, Sure, everybody saw everything. Saw that fucking, you know what I mean? That dimple on my inner thigh. Do you know what I mean? So, acid rain, not fussed. Do you know what I mean? People do fucking go mad about the rain. You're like, get on board. It happens. It's what we do. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Do the Spanish go black? Like, it is fucking so warm again. Have a year. Oh, oh my Christ. It, the sun is back again with a vengeance. So, shit. I am fucking Scondero. That's Spanish for Scundero. Scundero, Scundero, <laughs> You know, that's the thing. I, uh, you know, and then when we do get a bit of sun, as I say, I don't get me wrong. It's grand. You know, I'm more than more than happy. To, you know, it, 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 there's no doubt it improves people's mood. You know, but everything in the world has a downside. Not to be my fucking Mr. Negative. On my own podcast, but I have to say, like, you know, particularly in Belfast, and I don't know what it's like in most major cities, but I assume it's somewhat, somewhat similar. That when the good weather comes out, the homeless people just seem to be in their element. Do you know what I mean? They're in their element, you know. Maybe because they're used to being outside. Maybe they there they definitely welcome the sun. Like it's been and snowing for ten years, and I've been homeless for eight of them. And tell you this, sleeping bags, you know, they, they, they carry the moisture. So it's like six stone weight I'm trying to lift my sleeping bag from one shop in Central Alley to another. And it's, re- it's been insatiable and fucking insatiable But when the good weather comes about, it tops off, even though they're built like a pirate's ball bag. Very jubilee, lock of ribs on show. Do you know what I mean? Very poor standards of personal hygiene. As <laughs> <laughs> if they can do anything about that. I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I'm not up to speed, but is there not places homeless can go to wash the taint, get themselves a bit of original source for the the scrotal region? You know, because even people with homes and and properties, no, they find themselves very uncomfortable when the sun arrives. I mean, don't, as I say, more than happy to see it. Was I comfortable in my own skin throughout the entirety of the sun's arrival? Was I balls scrotal chowder? I think is the term that I just invented scrotal chowder oh my god you know just down and about I mean I say it's going and get it and sharing like, you know making most think because this is few far between and you're like aye man but I'd, I'd like the sun to have a cut off genuinely I know it sounds so miserable we're like no you should make the most of it we like to sleep all day and party all night this is how we like to live our lives and you're like no 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 see if the sun was here at about half eight do you know what I mean? Post watershed there shouldn't be any sun because then it affects the kip, it affects your sleep. And I'm not I'm not on board. Not on board with that at all. You're just lying there. And I've said before on various podcasts that regardless of my age, Woodsy is always gonna need a blankie. And need the fucking blankie. I need to be comfortable I have to say and I'm used I'm used to sleeping most of my life under a duvet. So forgive me, anybody who slags me for needing a blanket. I mean like it's It's just my duvet but I don't have a personalised fucking woolly blanket with like, you know, big W on the side or something or the Woodstock logo. It's not like that. It's not like a patchwork quilt that's been handed down from generation to generation. It's not like that. It's just my standard run-of-the-mill 16-tog duvet. And, uh, you know, I'm used to it. I've spent most of my life sleeping in a bed that has certain things, i.e. pillows and a duvet. You know, duvet. And... You know, just because the sun's here doesn't mean I, I should fucking have to change up the the circumstances of my kip. The stuff I'm used to. I'm used to being cosy under my wee dovet. You know, spooning myself, spooning my own ball bag. Because uh, for some reason when I lie on my side it feels bigger. <laughs> it fucking does though, I don't know what that's about. But like, you know, ball bags were not designed for a comfy sleep, I have to say. You know, you wear boxers during the day and you're like dandering about and that serves a purpose but for whatever reason you get into the bed and I feel that like you know sleeping on your back is not always the most comfortable thing in the world sometimes you need to feel like you're sinking into the mattress so you usually go to the side do the fetal position or whatever but then that means your ball bag is popping out the back like you know like when you you were like looking for baby potatoes and you didn't think oh we don't have any baby potatoes left and then you realise oh there's two there <laughs> now, I don't know what sort of dinner you're going to do with two baby potatoes. But, uh, you know, uh, if, you, if you were half the chef you were letting on to be, you could make up a fucking gourmet meal. No sweat, dare I say it. But it's not all oh, my bo- my bollocks, And it only gets, and the heat, like it's not even a heat thing. but And the heat to get, like they, they just definitely hang lower in the heat. But just your general temperate conditions that we experience in Northern Iron. The ball bag's not, like, is my ball bag ever going to get a good night's kip? I don't know. I really don't know. It's sort of flailing about. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like a it's balls and chain. Do you know what I mean? It's just a sort of sack of fucking butternut squashes that are attached to you. So when you try and do anything but lie on your back, lying on your stomach, don't even bother with that. Do you know what I mean? You're just crushing them in and you're like, nah, this is not comfy. You know what I mean? You don't know if you're going to last the night. You know what I mean? You don't know, you know, it's volatile. It's the equivalent of like you know when you overpacked the shopping bag and you're like something in there is not particularly comfortable you're like could it be the fucking tub of greek yogurt could it be a, some blueberries could it be the ribeye steaks but something in there is about to get damaged and that's how i feel about the ball bag during the sleep so when the sun comes along and you're sweating the scrotal chowder your bag is just i don't know if your bag like retains moisture or something this fucking damp tote ball bag just beside you in the bed and you're like oh my lord it's like a a, a hot water bottle but doesn't give you any pleasure well it gives you pleasure but depending on the circumstances um but you know what i mean i, I need my wee blanket that's basically what i'm saying <laughs> i need my blankie and uh if i'm a you know what i'm a blanker you know what i mean i'm an absolute paul blanket, you know what i mean i, lo- I love my wee blanket and uh yeah so when the sun comes along and it's still very very warm at night you're trying to go to your bed at like fucking 12 o'clock and it's still sweating it is you're still oh menopausal hot flushes hot flashes the term terms hot flushes big a good name for like a casino isn't it and uh you know i, I if it, you know it affects my sleep and i don't like it i struggle to get to sleep in serious heat now it's different when you're on holiday because you've had a day of indulgence, you've had sangria, you've been out and like you've had the fresh air on the beach. You can't do it when you've been working from home for a day, in that fucking heat, sweating in a flat that, by the way, all the windies open a third of an eighth of a quarter of a centimeter, just like a. Yeah, <makes noise> there. You're like, oh Jesus, the air's coming in now. Bring on the air, all that oxygen. You're very fucking welcome. But it's hard to sort of gauge too because. Everybody says, you know, well, what you should do is open your bedroom, window about an hour or so before you go to your bed. And you're like, but is that not just letting the hot air in? You know? And then, of course, my wife being my wife was like, I ran this thing on Pinterest for basically what you do. If you buy some fans, which I understand were probably few and far between during the, that, the second mini pandemic that we had there of heat. And uh, she was like, if you get your fan... And what you do is you get some Tupperware and put a lot of ice in the Tupperware and put it in front of the fan. It blows cold air about the room and you're just like aye, but this isn't... Do you know what I mean? I'm not fucking Heston Blumenthal of trying to stop sweating. I just... <laughs> do you know what I mean? What, what comes next? Let's just stick a, a bunch of magnums <laughs> in front of the fan. And then it'll, it'll be like cold chocolatey air. be, be lovely. I don't like it when the facts sleep, I have to say, it just gets on, uh, gets on my baps a wee bit, and then you wake up the next day and you just feel like, shrunken prune of a man. You know, you're wrinkly, you're like smaller, but not like you can't even say oh, it's like I've lost weight. It's just like you've, you just you're, you've shrunk into yourself a wee bit. Do you know what I mean? You're kind of you know like when you get like a very cheap sort of burger patty as soon as it hits the pan it sort of decreases in size it's like a slower version of that you kind of you kind of baste in your own scruple chowder overnight and then suddenly you wake up the next day and you're like was I drinking last night because I feel horribly dehydrated you know what I mean I'm sweating like a fucking pedo in a sauna you know I really do not feel comfortable with going to bed in that level of heat as I say on holiday, it's different. You've had a, a a lovely day. You're in good form. You've indulged a be, bit. But it's not been like, well, you know, I work from home and then I went to Lidl to do the big shop and then uh, I had to jump into Savers because I needed fucking Brillo pads. And then uh, I came back and I made the dinner in our very small kitchen that, again, has very, very poor one-day insulation. So uh, I tell you what, even boiling that pasta, Jesus Christ, I feel like a fucking poached my own knees. And uh, you know, then i just went to bed it's not the same you know if you're in fucking Marbella, just being like well had to fry and sangria all day you know lovely pints and watched a bit of football there's like a recreational thing to it. and don't get me wrong even at the weekends in belfast when the the sun was uh prevalent you know uh, like i went for a few drinks here and i went to the sunflower shout out to the staff at the Sunflower for having a, a lovely bar and a good safe spot. Um you know I um for whatever reason it wasn't always that keen on the sunflower but I had no reason. But uh I have to say, fucking great. They do beamish in there now too, for any of you stout enthusiasts. There's pints of draft beamish in uh in Sunflower now, which I don't know if that's the resurgence of the the hipsters. You know what I mean? Is that their turn of emphasis? We're like, Oh no, I like stout, but there's no fucking way of drinking drink it. And they're like 'Cause Beamish has been on the go a fair while from what I believe. Isn't it? Beamish is uh you know it's has got's going a long while. It's kinda like the Coke Um Coke Pepsi sort of debacle, isn't it? Where they're both very good. You know, 'cause as I I'd never had Beamish till that time, and I have to say. Um Beamish is fucking delish. Seventeen ninety two. Beamish. I wonder can you just buy a shitload online? Could you do that? Or you could just go to a bar, Woodsy, you fucking lesbian fat. Um, very very nice, I have to say. Um, but yeah, we did that two or three times. Um, a day <laughs> during the heatwave, and uh, you know that was grand. Um, you know it still sort of feels doesn't feel like the holiday. I always feel when you're on holiday that the heat is because it's welcomed and you expect it at the same time. I always feel that there's maybe, you know, been. There's been loads of heat waves since I've been alive. But I think I'm not even in double figures in terms of, you know, the fact that it's been expected. Usually it's kind of thrust upon you. There's the all time where, like, it's going to be a heat wave from tomorrow. Usually it's during the week as well. But this time, you know, you still don't really feel like it's something you've prepped for. And it's not something, like, you kind of look forward to it here. But it's more like a, say, when you go away long story short, when you go to Spain or whatever, you're like, it's going to be warm, it's going to be great. I'm ready to just fucking bake, I'm going to cover myself in fucking Olivio, lie ballock naked on a beach, and fucking just crisp up, I'm going to saute in, in, in España, in la playa, in España. But when the good weather arrives here, you're like, well, at least it's not fucking raining. Do you know what I mean? At least we can fucking sit outside, you know, when fucking fucking raining. Um, and that's the thing too, you know, because the dodgy people come out. Oh, well, they're always out. But uh <laughs> let's treat ourselves and be inside somewhere. Oh, lovely. Um you know, that's you know, that's my hesitance because even in the warmest weather, I'm not really keen on sitting outside establishments in Belfast, in Northern Ireland in general, if I'm being totally honest. I know that's miserable, but I don't like the idea of sitting outside somewhere and having a pint with my wife or my mates. And just having these dodgy people coming over, foaming at the mouth. Do you know what I mean? Going, is that nice? And dipping their fist into your fucking pilsner. And I'm like, oh, that's lovely. I've never had that. I'm used to just drinking, you know, whatever cider is less than 45B. And I don't like the idea of having those people in my vicinity. Even in covered areas. I don't know. They, they just always find their way in. You know, I always find that. And you do get people that actually love being outside, you know, in general. Even in that weather. You know, it's it's very weird that like you know, we were on lockdown and then uh you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it was like it's very weird that people are like um you know, people do love it and then you get people that maybe like me just don't like sitting outside. So we don't know is is my vibe essentially then oh, uh, I can't wait for this lockdown to be over so I can leave the house to go sit inside somewhere. It's a very weird vibe. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you, you, get, you get me drift. But yeah, the sun can fuck off, basically. Um, you know, but it's been good. You know, it's been, it's been a while since I've done a solo episode. It's been a while since I did a podcast in general. Thanks a million to everybody for the very, and I mean very positive reviews to Woodstock episode 98 featuring Violin Mick and Daniel Johnson um fucking weird that it came together and uh th- i think the three of us had a really nice time you know it was one of those ones we could have kept going but i think the general idea was that the three of us would like to maybe keep stuff back for further episodes so thanks a million to everybody who reached out it was it was really cool to, for it to come together and everybody was on board on the podcast and then all the the members of the Wood woodtine clan and uh Seemed to just be buzzing. And I, I think we can all agree. It was a great, great episode. Um But it's been weird. You know, trying to get the podcast on at the minute. Is somewhat problematic. I'll keep this brief. Um Basically, you know, getting a guest. Is a fucking pain in the hole. As it stands. Because people are doing stuff again. Which I have no gripe with. Whatsoever. And also, Lisa's sister is living with us for a few weeks. Because um, she's between tenancies on her gaffes. So we're not blessed for space. Hence why you're getting this in purely audio format i'll do like a video with the logo for youtube but at the minute we we have no space we just have no space to even get lights up my backdrop can barely fit in any room at the minute um so this is because lisa's in her office today and lisa's sister is back working in the hospital she's uh she's training to be a nurse so between all that and the fact that the lisa's in the office but it differs every week and it's the same for lisa's sister and uh, we're all over the place at the minute. So we're just getting through. So the fact that I have time to even do this is somewhat miraculous. But we will crack on because, you know, I've been busy as well. You know, it's it's not like I've just been sitting here just going, oh, I can't do anything. Um, luckily, because of restrictions lifting, etc., etc., etc. For um for the C word. Do you know what I mean? That's uh, You know, for years the C word um, was obviously very famously, you know, the 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 horrible if not funny slang term for a vagina that was a c word and uh, not anymore that uh, that virus is now you know the new c word so I can say comfortably onwards talk episode ninety nine coronavirus was a cunt and <laughs> it really oh, it was Oh it was you know what I mean I, I would like to meet someone who's like I thought it was fucking deadly wiped out a lot of oil bastards you know what I mean got the chill on the flat for a wee while you know, didn't have to go out, didn't feel under pressure to be sociable just sat in the house, bucking the hole on the sofa, just filling Tupperware we just slow cooked gammon and just fucking the shite out (laughs) (laughs) the amount of wanking I did honestly, I feel like if I had been on commission to wank I would have my own island by now Mm. I wonder if you get to the point of like you know, if you if you wank too much on one day, like there's no way stuff could keep coming out. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe it's like the, the Fast and the Furious films, they just keep coming. <laughs> they just they just keep relit. How many Fast and Furious are we gonna get? I mean they're saying, Oh the next day is gonna here. Nah. They will be doing Fast and the Furious M one <laughs> just people eating against their pie. Just going out to fuck on traffic. For fuck's sake, I'm already an hour and a half late for dogging. I'm supposed to go dogging in a field in, in Grimsby. And I'm fucking late already, for fuck's sake. Um, But I do want... Yeah, those fast and furious can fuck off. Um, I'm glad Paul Walker's dead. I don't give a shit. I'm glad the con's dead. He was talentless and he annoyed me. And he died in ideal, the most... Ideal, it's like I wrote how how he was going to die. You know what I mean? I was like, he's famous for these fucking shite films. He's shite in everything he ever did. And I, uh, do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I want him to write the most ironic thing. And I uh, sure wasn't he killed in a fucking, I don't know, knowing him, fucking golf cart with hubcaps on it, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, Fast and Furious keep coming. And as I say, well, the wanking thing. Back to the wanking. One and all. I wonder if you just if you wank like thirty times one a a day, at what point does stuff stop coming out? Do you know what I mean? I assume you still get the sensation of the eruption of the, the scroat meal, but you know there must be a point where there's like nah nah, there's 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 none left. Do you know what I mean? We're sold out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You must get to like wank sort of sixteen and then I imagine it must be just like you know when you've no toothpaste left but you're convinced you do where well, you're like I can feel a bit at the bottom you ring it up from the bottom and then you just get like a wee like the, the nib of the toothpaste it must be like the your japs eye where it just goes like Bleh. do you know what I mean like an asthmatic gerbil <laughs> do you know what I mean Just <laughs> you're like my dick has a sore head <laughs> <laughs> you know, God knows what I was chatting about there. Um but yeah, doing shit again I have to say is, is very, very nice. You know, we uh I've been doing stand up again because that's what I used to do and now it's part of my life again and it's very, very welcome. Am I rusty? Yes, but I'm getting there. Um you know, I wonder if everybody else is rusty in general. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I do even get the impression from the few gigs I've done since coming back, since making my triumphant return to stand-up. Um, it seems like a lot of the comedians that are on the same bill as me are sort of feeling apprehensive, feel a wee bit rusty, feel like they have to shake off the shackles of depression and uh, learn, not learn how to do it again, but at least sort of stretch a muscle that's not been stretched in a long time. You know, not like me with the wanking. sure I did 19 wanks yesterday and then I got to the fucking toothpaste phase where it's like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like fucking what do you call the the, the wee penguin in Toy Story <laughs> it's like yeah, Woody, Woody. you know what I mean that her. and uh, you know everybody was rusty from a comedy standpoint you could even tell in the weirdest way um, that audience members were rusty in terms of being an audience member, now I don't mean they were fucking rowdy and going mad like they were still unaware. They were still aware, pardon me, of the decorum that you would need, the etiquette you would need for a stand up gig. You know, it's not as if they forgot that, like, oh well, we're supposed to sit down and kind of listen and laugh and blah blah and have a nice time. It's not as if they were showing up with fucking e tabs going, let's listen to some fucking Brexit jokes. <laughs> Playing music on their phone in an empty pint class, encore en foi, and I just go up, was everybody. And <laughs> you know, they still know the decorum, but you can still tell it's like, you know, I think people are very wary of, um, you know, squeezing past people seems to be a thing at the minute. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to squeeze past anybody anymore because you don't know what, how they feel about social distancing. And obviously, now your own personal space is even more valuable now than it ever was and just um table service i think obviously plays a massive part in you know these things now you know we're lucky to have anything back so is it fair to say that we're back to normality not maybe not really because table service was not really a common thing particularly at stand-up gigs pre-covid obviously now it's the the be all and end all because it has to be and uh you know, that's a that's a different vibe as a performer and even as a um, an audience member because if you're the designated drink orderer, which is a skill in and of itself, do you know what I mean? Let me just write something down here because I thought of something to say after. Um, um, yeah, because, you know, do, do you have the sense to just have one person that's going to order the drinks and keep your, particularly if it's going to be a gig, do you know what I mean? In the in the spirit of not being a disruptive fucking vague bastard, know what you're getting and stick it. Don't be like, can we get four pints of Smirnoff and then two minutes later, I say, well, can we get another round? And the barman goes, Do you just want an all round Smirnoff again? You're like, no, this time, can we get a contour and white lemonade? Can we get a Creme de Maff and a Martini and a pint of fucking Tuberque? Do you And then the next round, they're like, can we get six shots? of uh Jägermeister, two shots of Pessoa. Can I get do you do any pictures of, of Carlsberg? And I don't mean Google image. <laughs> do you know, and can we could we maybe get actually you know, could we get some peel ale of you any peel ale? You know the vagunce. Do you do um any anything with alcohol? What would you do You get the really real awkward bastards like, "Can I get a vodka and white?" Yes, we have Smirnoff. No, 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 not Smirnoff. Would you have a Glen's vodka? No, no, no. What about this one? Because I I see, I like. You know, I I, I don't mind Smirnoff, but I mean, it's certainly not ideal. And you're like, Woodsy is trying to tell his fucking pedophile hunters jokes. So, Charlene, you may shush. Please shush. Just give her what. Like there should be a thing where bar staff go. When you get our attention to order drinks, you've got 30 seconds, get her bucked. Well, after 30 seconds, I'm moving on to the next table. Do you know what I mean? It should be like a countdown on a game show. What do you call the fucking... What's it called? Wait, your man? Count, yeah, countdown. Who's... Remember his original fucking... The original host, Richard Wrightley? I fucking hate that cunt. He's the Paul Walker of game shows. <laughs> I fucking hated him I don't know why he was just one of these people I fucking hate that cunt Richard Whiteley Steve Irwin Paul Walker Piers Morgan and your man that used to do the horse racing No, John McCrick. I hope they're all just fucking sucking bloody dicks in hell I fucking hate them cunts but yeah from a a staff point of view there should be like here you've got 30 seconds to fucking uh, order your drinks otherwise it's done just accept that it's not going to happen. Let me see. I mean, I I think it would be a good idea because it would definitely put people on the spot so you might get a couple of random drinks orders and whatever you say in 30 seconds goes. Do you know what I mean? After the 30 seconds you go, oh, actually, could I get a could I get a Guinness instead of Beamish? No, you fucking can't, Daryl. Fucking accept it. You know what I mean? Just go, excuse me, can we get some drinks? (coughs) Can I get a a um, please do. Here. Um, Fidelma, what are you looking Fidelma, um, what was that porn Can I get a porn star martini? And, uh, Lurian, Lurian, what are you drinking again? What's that fucking fluorescent stuff? Oh, fuck's sake. Um, can I get halloumi fries? I, you can't drink that. Um, can I get just just a sparkling water? <laughs> the, the panic on your fucking head, man. Just cause, uh, uh, a bottle of river rock and I'll just go with my bed uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know table service is an art designate the right her and get it ducked. do you know what I mean no fucking about you know what I mean the NFA no fucking about you know what I mean same with food same with drink but I remember I was doing a gig um, Voodoo in Belfast shout out to all the staff by the way at Voodoo for taking such good care of all the bays um safe as fuck and a great great vibe I have to say not a lot of comedy in voodoo usually but maybe after that 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 whole vibe could change I have to say um so they were doing it was part of um Colin Gaddis's warm-up shows ahead of his SSE arena show booked these we sort of work in progress shows get some material sort of tightened up for the arena show. so we did three shows I was away for one of them so I did the Thursday and the Sunday. Of last week, and that is my diary. And you just didn't need to know that, nor give a shit, but it's my podcast, so suck my wab. Um, yeah, so I did the Thursday, and uh, Colin went on, just went on stage, fucking about with the crowd, a wee bit, getting himself settled, getting the crowd settled. And uh, he was like, fucking, what do you think of table service? And it was obviously like, a, a general rhetorical vehicle, what do you think of table service, i.e., Brackets, colon, semicolon, in general. Watch your vibe towards the principle of table service? But some girl in the crowd who had a few drinks too many felt that Colin was asking, What do you people think of the table service in here right now? And there was a bit of silence after Colin asked the question. She went, It's fucking shit. And you're like, Oh my Lord, everybody heard that. Do you know what I mean? Everybody heard that's fucking shit. And you're just going, Well, if you're already pissed off by the level of service you're receiving, which I vastly disagree with because I was there during the gig and I seen that all the staff were lovely and attentive and very, very much on the ball. You know what I mean? If you, that girl, if she was experiencing poor service at that stage, you sort of giving an open heckle to the staff. I can understand the heckling the comedian. Don't heckle the staff. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? This fucking audio fucking voice note, trip advisor review, you know what I mean? Um, and coming up with some very nice ideas for material, just speaking there. But you know what I mean? She was just like, it's fucking shite. And I'm like, well, I tell you what, Triona, whatever the fuck your name is, Chardonnay, Merlot, it's not going to get any fucking better now that you've slagged the staff in front of everybody. It was a sold out gig of like 80, 100 people, I don't know. But everybody in the crowd was like, oh, and I'm like, You best not order anything, because i.e., if you order an all round drink, sir, love, they're either not going to do it for you, because you're being a root, or it's going to be interfered with beyond belief. You know, you order a couple more fucking espresso martinis. Well, dare I say it, it might look like an espresso martini, but those will not be coffee beans floating on top. They'll be bits of yite. (laughs) Dingleberry martini for you, flower. You know what I mean? You don't heckle the staff. You know what I mean? Don't, you, yeah, don't, don't heckle in general, but you can't, don't slag the staff. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was that drunk. I always feel like sometimes you're like, you know, these people that just need to be heard. You know what I mean? Which is obviously, you know, problematic for a comedian. And um, I have to say, like, imagine what is she like that everywhere, going in the subway. I hear the staff in here are fucking shite and their sandwiches are fucking bollocks. How's it going? Can I get a footlong meatball marinara with pepper cheese? Because I love cheese, it tastes like bacon. And can also get lettuce, southwest sauce, dash of black pepper, Pepsi Max and a bag of quavers. And people be like, fuck you, you fucking rude cunt. Excuse me. I hear that the vasectomies they give in here are substandard. My mate Declan got a vasectomy. And uh, you know what? I'm going to leave a bad review on SNP advisor. Do you know what I mean? Fuck up. Do you, know, you don't heckle this staff. You do not heckle staff. Just be dead on. Particularly now where we need a vibe. of positive. Attack. Just fuck up. And get on with it. Do you know what I mean? They were great staff. And you're just fucking miserable. And it's fucking shite. And you're like. After all the ballics we've had to go through. With lockdowns and social distancing. And not really having our normal social schedule. You should be obliging as fuck to anybody that's back working. And particularly in hospitality, you should be bowing down to them. You should be serving them. Do you know what I mean? You almost should say to them, why don't you take a break there? I'll do the bar for half an hour. Go flick your bean and have, <laughs> and get yourself a fucking bit of fried chicken. You relax, I'll fucking do it. I know you're fucking trying to deliver a whine. But tell you what, you take a break. And I'll just fucking pour some fucking... You know, jam on the on the fist, and I'll deliver this way in no bet. the fuck, I'll get a Dyson. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I don't know, hey, eh? I don't know, but I, 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 I you know, just be die, be dead on, be fucking dead on. Don't care. You know, there's loads of people, man, anti-vax, anti-coronavirus, blah blah blah. And you see, Patty Barnes is putting stuff on Twitter about how the vaccine's loaded a load of bollocks. You're just like, <sighs> you know, just just go and just be dead on. Everybody be dead on, and whatever you whatever you think about anything keep it to yourself says me that has a podcast <laughs> says me that said Paul Walker deserved to die but people in general keep your opinions to your fucking self so yeah so a bit of a shorter episode this week people as I say I'm sort of pushed for time pushed for space pushed pushed it real good but um, yeah thanks a million for listening as always it's um, it's been a real real pleasure to be back as I say hopefully get back up to speed with video and stuff like that there and uh i will um speak to you all next time i will you know you another fucking motorbike i have to go make some dinner now i don't know what the dinner's going to be which is the bane of my life and i'm going to watch a thousand pound sisters which if you haven't watched is the best show on tv it's about these tea fat bastards trying to lose weight their rednecks and uh they're called Tommy and amy and they're fucking humongous oh my god i think like their phone network changes just from moving from pocket to pocket. Do you know what I mean? Hefty. Hefty. Whoever's giving that bird a smear test is going to ask for petrol money. Tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> All the traffic can fuck off. I'm trying to podcast here. Do you know I mean? Don't be heckling me. I bet you that's that bird. Out on her fucking Vespa. You were making about me lame in your podcast. Your podcast is fucking shit. I'm like, here, well, you're not going to see me. Live at the Limelight, February eighteenth next year. The Out of the Woods show, which has come together very nicely. Now that I'm back on stage, new bits, all the fucking team, and I'm fucking I'm buzzing for the rally. February cannot come quick enough. Thanks a million, people. As always, much love to the Woodtown Clan. Stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. Get out there. Do some bits. Do you know what I mean? Get out there. Enjoy yourself. And I will see you all next time. Much love from Big Papa Woodsy, A.K.A. Woodsy, a.k.a. Rory Woods, or as I'm known on the Stand Hall poster, Rory Wood. So yeah, if anybody's going to Stand Hall this weekend, I'll be there on the Saturday on at the Woody Woodland, <laughs> Woody Woodpecker Woodland stage at between 6 and 7. It's on their social media. Me, Jordan Robinson, Alan Irwin, Ronan Linsky, Heather Anderson. It's going to be lovely. So... Yeah, stay safe, everybody, and Woodsy will see you very soon. See you on the respective flip side. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask or don't. Who gives a fuck? But uh, you know what I mean. The table of service is fucking shite. Well, you're a rude bastard. No cons, perfect. Hang yourself.